It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. It's cold outside, which means it's week 13. Huh? Man, week 13 already getting into December. So it separates the men and the boys this month. This month. That's why I'm a boy and I'm staying in. I'm not. Yeah. And it's so cold outside. I had a job separating men from boys and it uh, was not, not as good as it th- sounds. Um, yeah, as a Canadian, it's a little cold here. Well, I feel like the years here have just sucked the Canadianness out of me. So mm-hmm. now, like any sort of chill, I'm just like I'm just like a Brit now, just cowering here. I've turned into a Geordie. <laughs> yeah. I just wear mini skirts. As colder it gets, yeah. <laughs> uh, mini skirting. Let's talk about uh, big game. Gino Gino uh, Smith oh, put some good. points up. You know, Seattle, as you said, stayed close in this one, uh, but Dallas at home continues to roll. Dak, man, looking good. Uh, Tony Pollard actually had a one good game. Um, but not looking good for Seattle. They're six and six now, and it seems to be that division could be slipping away, particularly the NFC as well. Yeah. Well, again, this is what we we were talking about this last week. They got, I think, they still have to play San Francisco twice. Like, I think if you're a team like the Packers, looking up, seeing you can watch, you're going to watch the Seattle slide because you know, even though Geno was great, like Geno was dropping dimes all over the field, but then at the end, like their fourth down calling was just mm-hmm. atrocious. Like every time they had a big fourth, it's just like these. It's like these teams have never practiced fourth down uh, mm-hmm. like in their lives. It feels like in the NFL, like every time it's like they just. Like Michael Pars have a free run at him at the end yeah. on fourth and two. And it's just like that was your strategy to let the one of the best players in the league have a just absolute free just running on fourth and two. Yeah. yeah. And it just ruined like a good game from Gino and just kind of and then yeah, and, and Jamal Adams, who just gets skinned and now is like insulting reporters' wives. Yeah, no, that's um, on real Twitter. Class. So yeah, just showing his colors. Uh, and it was just, and like I said, Dallas needed this. They needed to be a team over 500. There's averaging like 40 points at home. It's just mm-hmm. insane. And Dak looks great. Dak looked really good. I just looked in complete command. Um, I still want to see again when I want to see it. I when they play the big boys. You know, yeah. I, I guess there's only like two. I guess we'll know next. 49ers, week. yeah, Philly. Yeah, but they should be able to move the ball up and down on Philly because it's going to mm-hmm. be in Dallas. And like they, I think Dak's. I again, everyone's saying he's MVP. I mean, he's played one tough, two tough games. So, uh, again, I think it's really hard to even pick MVP this year. I yeah, think they're so desperate. Early. I think they're so desperate to give it to a quarterback. Like, it's just because, just call it the quarterback award because, yeah. <laughs> like, if you're McCaffrey's not clearly getting McCaffrey's not getting mm-hmm. it, or Tyree Kill, Tyree Kill should even be, if he gets 2,000 yards, I'd mm-hmm. say he's more valuable than Dak. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought it was a good, good. This is what Dallas needed. You know, they had that stigma. Even I've been saying it. It's like beat a good team. And yeah. they beat a good team. Beat an okay team. I guess. They beat a good, good team good on the way team, down. But not a great team. Exactly. No. So next week when they got Philly, it's going to be a great, great game. Well, let's get into some of the games. And this week we'll start off in the AFC where things are not going right for Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Are they tanking for Tua? Oh, I can't do that anymore. Uh, they're two and they're two and nine, and the Chargers are also tanking, but we don't know why. They're four and seven. However, in this game, they're six point favorites and a forty point over under. New England at home. Bill Belichick. I mean, the Chargers just seem to be limping all over themselves. They don't really have any any sort of options going forward. A very frustrating season. Fire Staley, pretty much, and New England, same thing. What's going on there? Yeah. The phrase you're looking for is crashing for Caleb. Cashing for what, Caleb. Uh, yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Um, it's yeah, 
I mean, you don't even know like Zappy is going to be starting this week, and yeah, and it's just been an absolute nightmare. Again, but then again, you're playing the Chargers, so it's like, mm-hmm. do I have any faith that the Chargers would actually play well in this game again? If Keenan Allen's even hobbled a bit and they're running out there with no receivers, no weapons, I still think they should win because this yeah. Raven team is so bad. It does feel like it's a weird thing because if they are t- like they're tanking, but it doesn't feel like Belichick's going to come back next no. year. So it's like so there's no incentive for him to tank unless he does it out of the goodness of his heart, which I don't think is a thing. No. That, that I don't think he has a that, heart yeah. that anyone has ever said about Belichick. So like I would I think what he's waiting for, my personal opinion, is he's waiting for like the last game of the year where it's like if they lose they get the first pick and if they win and then he's gonna do everything in his power to win that yeah. game. Just screw him out Just of to there. Just screw him over. Him to, yeah. Put him to like fourth. Yeah. I think that's his goal. So I think Belichick's actually I think it's gonna be a lot closer game, even though they've been awful, terrible. I, I just think the Chargers just have no Almost no fight left in them. Yeah. I think after last week, it did ten points last week. They're just, I'm, and I think they've just lost it on Staley. And they just they're trying to get him fired, but they just won't fire him. It feels yeah. like they're like, listen, go. we're doing everything like that South Park. You know, they were all trying to uh, get eliminated from softball because no one yeah. wanted to play baseball anymore. <laughs> That's yeah. what it feels like they're doing. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Chargers to win, but it's gonna be ugly. Uh, it's not going to be fun. I'm going to say 24 um, 20, but I think they'll cover. I think it's five and a half. It's six. Yeah. That's what I've got. Yeah. I think six. they'll cover. I don't think they the will. Chargers have a bad D. Chargers have a bad D. Chargers do have a bad D. But, you know, when Joey Bosa was putting some pressure on them, it was okay. I just can't see the Patriots moving the ball unless it's their defense. Maybe Ramondre Stevenson getting some yards and gashing them. The Chargers just to me seem this is the one that they've got more motivation. And it's just more on the line for them, you know, to go four and eight uh, by week 13, not good. So I've got them to win 26 to 18, covering the six points just a little bit. I just can't see the Patriots scoring. I just can't see them. Any any other time of the year, I would have bet that, like charging six at this because it just, but it just, these are the Chargers. I just can't do it. And I'm not putting any of my faith in any of my bets at the end of the year on the Chargers. It's just, that's just unstable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, big, big NFC battle going in as the Detroit Lions uh, ate a dirty bird on Thanksgiving, uh, served up to them by the Packers. They're eight and three and they're four point favorites heading into New Orleans. New Orleans is five and six. The over under in this one is 46 points. New Orleans at home, um, they've had a lot of injuries. Olave was hurt. Michael Thomas out for the year, Derek Carr, you know, trying to get rallied on the sidelines by Jameis Winston last week. And Detroit is going to be angry off of coming off this loss. Uh, does New Orleans have any chance of stopping Detroit? Yeah. What's the spread? What's Four the spread? points. Four points. I mean, I don't think so. I just think there's just there's a few things going Detroit's way. And it's the fact that they got humiliated at home against uh, the uh, division rival, the Packers. And I think teams like that after something humbling like that they come out the next week and they play hard meanwhile you got like Derek Carr has got no answers like people are asking like how he does they get to the 20 and it stalls mm-hmm. and it stalls and and no one really has any faith in Dennis Allen I think he's just a guy who's kind of fighting for his it's just like a rudderless ship it feels like in New Orleans you know they can't put anyone away they can't put the bad teams away they can't score 
And now they're getting injuries on important parts, like weapons. Mm -hmm. And so, like, I don't have any faith that Carr could kind of elevate that and take it. Where at least with Detroit, it's in a dome, so Goff's going to play better. They got better weapons. They're coming off a loss, so I didn't say Detroit. Um, Detroit takes takes care of business. I just think this is just a perfect storm now for the Saints, where you yeah. just invested all in Carr, and now it's just like you're gonna be lucky to get probably a couple more wins, especially with Dennis Allen, who just feels like a coach that inspires. What is he? I don't even know what he brings nah. to the table. Like he just feels like another guy who's probably gonna be gone after this year, especially yeah. if you can't win the division with a losing record, like. They should, they should all be fired. Yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Detroit 27 20. I, I don't even know how they're getting 20, but I'm going to go 27 20. I've got it actually 28 to 20, and I'm with you. I'm not sure how they get the, those 20 points unless it's defensively. This could be a game actually could get ugly too, because, you know, Detroit obviously getting embarrassed when they were unprepared. You know, they, they should have easily rolled over that Packers team and they just weren't prepared for it. So, um, I can see them putting a little bit of a beat down. You know, you saw Jared Goff last week with that big uh, big red stain on his head from just getting pummeled. Um, so I could see him being a bit angrier in this one. You know, and also the running game. New Orleans has slowed down the running game, but you know, the two-headed monster Detroit has, I can't see them doing it. 28 to 20, I've got Detroit winning. Oh, man, this has got stink written all over it. We head to uh, New Jersey. Uh, where Atlanta Falcons are five and six and they're three point favorites visiting the New York Jets who are four and seven. Aaron Rodgers is coming back, everyone. He will be here in a few weeks. They're rushing him through, even though Joe Namath and everyone else is saying, don't do it. What are you doing? Uh, New York Jets at home, four and seven. Atlanta, three point favorites. Over under is 34, Ryan. How ugly is this game going to be? I mean, it's, I just, don't see how Tim Boyle's going to do anything. Like, how this guy's going to ever move the ball down the field. Even against Atlanta, which I guess does have a good defense, but they got a much better secondary. You know, they had that defensive pick six last week. They're starting now to use Bijan a bit more. And the Jets against the run are not that good. They've been actually quite beatable on the run. It's the, the passing game, which I think is going to be atrocious uh, for both teams. To, it's going to be an, an ugly old school game of football. I think you go a low scoring again because even Ritter up against the Jets teams only they've been able to keep like Mahomes under twenty, and so I can't imagine Ritter is going to put much of a fight. It just really depends on you know how good those workout videos. Aaron Rodgers is just going to summon this from the mm-hmm. practice. We're coming back now, so now are they going to play a little, a little bit? Like maybe we can get them back. Um, so. I think it's gonna be ugly. I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Falcons to win. I just can't pick Boyle. The guy is not an NFL quarterback, and he has no business playing in this game. So I'm gonna go Atlanta, uh, seventeen to ten. I'm going on the other way, and it's only because the Jets. You know, they beat the Eagles. Only team to beat the Eagles. However, they put themselves in close games when they shouldn't have been. Um, Atlanta, to me, just doesn't compare with the Jets' defense. And I think the Jets' defense, after the loss last week, sort of getting humbled out. I like the Jets in this one, an upset. Uh, I like New York at home. I think that their defense is going to very much fluster the Atlanta offense. Yes, Bijan, but he's still going to run into that front. Um, you know, this is an angry Jets team at home, and the weather will be nasty. I have the Jets winning at 17-14 to 14 in an upset. Upsetting is this game. It's Arizona. Who are two and ten, and Pittsburgh, who are seven and four, but they feel like two and ten, don't they? Five and a half point favorites in this one. The over under forty six points. 
Um, Pittsburgh, um, the worst seven and four team, but they're five and a half points in this one. Um, they're at home though. Kyler Murray was not enough last week. They couldn't do it. Actually, the line has gone to six and a half now. Um, oh Pittsburgh God. at home. Man, how do you like this? How can you watch that Pittsburgh team and make them six and a half point favorites no, against no. anybody? Right? Like that yeah. is just that is shocking. Like Bought even someone garbage. Yeah, because like again, they just haven't been. They haven't. They have one game where they got mm-hmm. four hundred yards, and I again, do, can they do it against? Uh, they should be able to do it against Arizona. It's not a good. It's not a good offense. It's not. I'm sorry, it's not a good defense. But they're plucky. They're a plucky little team, and I think the more Kyler gets healthy, even though he wasn't great last week, um, they just kind of got walked up and down the field by the Rams. So I think they're going to have a bit stronger of a game. Mm-hmm. But. If I'm, yeah, Pittsburgh, again, they have the better defense. I think they're, they're going to win because they're just this weird, yeah. lucky, crappy team, you know? But yeah. um, that's just always going to just find a ways to squeak in. So um, I don't imagine they're going to score a lot of points because I just don't think they're that team. I think even against the worst defenses like Arizona, I see them scoring about 20. So I'm going to go uh, 20 to 17 Pittsburgh wins. But I would not, I would bet that one, maybe, Arizona. I might bet that one. Yeah, I've actually I've got a twenty-one to seventeen Pittsburgh, so we're only one point away. Um, I mean, this game is so bad it could start a fire in in the red zone uh, studios. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's just going to be cutting to field goals pretty much in red zone in this one. Um, you know, Arizona, you know, as you said, got they were sort of in it, and then then the Rams just put the foot on the throat. Um, I could see them staying a bit more in it. You know, they don't, I don't think Pittsburgh, obviously they got the pressure, but Kyler Murray as a running quarterback might be able to find some success, you know, finding Connor, uh, you know, doing a little play action. Um, but I like Arizona to cover this one, 21 to 17. Is it AFC South dirty burger fight again? It seemed like in the first four weeks, all these two teams played each other all the time. It's Indianapolis six and five and they're one point favorites as they visit Tennessee. Tennessee oh had a fire sale. They're four <laughs> and seven. Um, and everything, you know, uh, Billy Jeans was looking good for a while, but he sort of Joshua dobbed themselves, uh, you know, after falling away. Tennessee at home, Indianapolis by one, over under 42 and a half. How do you like this one? Is is Tennessee? Man, right? home. I don't know. I, I It's hard to go against Mike Vrabel as a home underdog against Gardner Minshew. Right. I, mm-hmm. I could just see I think, you know, uh, Derek Henry was talking in the week about how like in fe- cringe worthy his last performance was yeah. against uh, the Colts where he had like 40 yards. So he wants to kind of to shut people up. Um, so I think we're going to see a lot more. I think, yeah, that just feels like too much. Like Minshew, they've been kind of squeaking these little victories through mm-hmm. each week, but they're going to hit resistance. If this was in the fact that Minshew's a road favorite is crazy. Yeah. to me in this this season of NFL. So just based on that, I think Tennessee wins this. I think they're going to be able to – I again, I don't think either team is necessarily better than the other, but the fact that Jonathan Taylor is probably is out, back out, so there's yeah, a huge weapon out. they've lost. So, yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee. I'm going to bet this one too. This one yeah. feels like a good one. I'm going to go Tennessee uh, to win this uh, 24 uh, to 20. Big points. I've got Tennessee winning this one as well. And, and you know, Jonathan Taylor being out, obviously you're not going to worry about Zach Moss. And I think that, you know, when it comes down to Tennessee, as you said, they did get beat last time. They do have the recipe. Both these teams are mediocre teams um, and, you know, mediocrity. I don't know what rises to the top of mediocrity, but I don't think anything does. Uh, Tennessee 
you know, I could just see them bubbling around here. Only politicians. politicians. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Elect me again. 18 to 14, I've got this one. Low scoring. I think the weather is going to play in this one. And also these two teams, they just seem to play. It's either these teams either light it up or they stink it up. And I've got to stink it up one. Uh, Miami Dolphins are in Hard Knocks. Has anyone been watching Hard Knocks? No. Uh, I watched the in-season one. I couldn't imagine watching anything I'd want to watch less than uh, Division Rival. It was a stomach-inducing watching that Rogers. Stroke yeah. fest that was the 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 off season one. I couldn't imagine the Mike McDaniel stroke fest that goes on during that. Well, it was interesting. The one funny thing was there was some dude who spilled like his nachos all over Tyree Kill's girlfriend. <laughs> and this oh, guy, yeah. I did. I saw that in Twitter. Yeah, yeah. It was just funny. This guy was just an idiot. Like he's just trying to move. You could just he was just a moron, and he just no, stands- no. To be fair, I, I have seen this video. Sure hands grab pulls it down, the nachos down. And so she is equally to blame. Well, in, he jumps, in, in he this, jumps up. This. I watched it many times. He jumps up and it falls on her. But anyway, it's uh you can just imagine. Like the, the JF like the JFK yeah, the shooter. The shooter. <laughs> yeah. We've got a secondary nacho person. And that, yeah, grassy and Anyways, nacho, yeah, nacho cheese. Uh nacho Miami, problem. Nacho problems. I got 99 problems, but nachos. Uh Miami is eight and three, and they're nine and a half. <laughs> point favorites over a Washington Commanders team. Over under this one is almost 50, 49 and a half points. Washington, no hot water, no love, um, gotten rid of a lot of their team, yet they've been able to keep themselves in a big games against like Philly. Do they have a chance against a high-flying Miami Dolphins um, uh, who are nine and a half point favorites? Washington at hmm. home. That's a tricky one. I don't know because I think Washington's offense can definitely again they're they're good offense. They can put up the points. They got they got the pieces. Um, so nine and a half feels like a lot. I think especially I uh, you know Miami does have some injuries on the offensive line. It's happening. I think they could even have um, Holland. Their safety could be out, which could make passing game much easier for them. Um, I think Miami's the better team, but I think I think. Washington can kind of keep this within that. I think I go, I go 30, 23 uh, for the dolphins, but I, I definitely think that there's no way I think the Washington win, but yeah. I think they can keep it close. I do not think they can keep it close. I think this is a perfect matchup for Miami uh, because Washington just has a really bad secondary that gets points scored on them. And Miami has those speedsters. I, I, I cannot see how Washington covers Tyree kill. I cannot see it. No. <laughs> you know, it's just gonna be gonna finding be. him in the slots and open um, the running game as well. You know, the weather might be the only thing that does it, but this could be one of those ones where Washington keeps themselves in it and Miami just opens it up. I've got a 35 to 20, uh, 15 points. I, I could see it getting uglier. One of these Denver games. It's one of those games where they match up well. I find with it. Final game of the six o'clock slate. Ah, this one is going to be a good one. Denver Broncos have been winning six games in a row. How about that? Uh, but they're facing a Houston team with the same record of them, six and five. Houston, three and a half point favorites and a 47 and a half point affair. Everyone's loving CJ Stroud. He's uh, at home, but Russell Wilson and the Denver defense are coming. Um, man, this is going to be an exciting game. I think this is the Sky game. Um, but yeah. uh, man, it's a good game. Start again, start of the season. If someone would have said Broncos, Houston, week 13, yeah. great game, <laughs> yeah. you would have gone past the, past the joint. Uh, yeah, exactly. What's your haul on this one? Um, I like Houston. I think I think that the fact that uh, they're coming off that game last week, Stroud didn't have his best game. Still, for most people, had a, had a really good game. 
Um, and I think with Denver, it's just like they've been winning, but it just feels like they they got the streaks got to come to an end. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel like even a lot of their victories are kind of these. Last week was a bit easier because again they're going against like Dorian Thompson. They had that crazy yeah. Bills victory. There's just been some bit of wild results in there, and I think this defense of Houston could kind of keep this kind of low scoring. And I think just Stroud has just shown that he's not going to have many of those kind of rookie games mm-hmm. that you expect. He's just, you know, him and Tank Dell look great. You know, Singletary's giving them a bit of life because Damon Pierce can't really right. do anything. So um, I, I think Houston wins this. I think they Denver's kick just keep winning. You know, it's just a, yeah. it's a crazy result what they've done, but it feels like it has to kind of bounce back to earth a bit. And I think it's this week. Uh, is it it's in Houston? It is in Houston, yeah. Yeah, it's in. In fact, it's in Houston. Definitely going to take that. So uh, I'm going to go with Houston, twenty-seven to twenty-one. Ooh, I actually have Denver uh, keeping this one close. uh, The three and a half points. I think Denver's defense keeps it in it. I think they've sort of got that right combination of being able to choke um, the, the 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 progress of the Texans. Obviously, you have to worry about him in the fourth quarter. But, you know, Russell Wilson has kept himself in games. Um, they don't make a lot of mistakes. They keep the running game going. This could be a problem. You know, Houston struggles with the running game. I've got a 24 to 23, one-point victory for Houston, but Denver covers. We go into the late slate of games. Not too many games at 9 o'clock. In fact, there's only three games at 9 o'clock here in the U.K. Uh, we start off with our first one. It's Carolina-Tampa Bay. Ugh. Jeez, what a stink mm. one this one is. Yeah. Uh, Carolina has just fired their coach. They're one in ten, and for the bear as a Bears fan, we're very happy for them collecting our our draft picks. Tampa Bay is four and seven. Uh, Mike Evans continues to look like an amazing wide receiver, finding balls uh, despite Baker. I mean, Baker's trying to ball out and trying to play hard, uh, but it's very difficult. Tampa Bay is five and a half point favorites. The over under in this one thirty seven points. Tampa Bay at home in the old pirate ship. Uh, say that. Ooh, yeah, times. I don't know. Don't know about this one. This one because just Baker just hasn't been able to put up the like enough points. Like mm-hmm. he's just only really just kind of putting up like 17 a game. Even though Michael, yeah. Mike Evans is getting all the catches. They just don't have any like they're not confident, they're not moving it up and down the field. And I feel like Carolina, something's got to give. You know, they're gonna have at some point they're gonna have to get in a close game. I think this yeah. can be a close game because I think Tampa Bay, um, I think Bryce Young just has to kind of have that rookie game because everyone right now, especially with Stroud's doing, he's got to have kind of a bounce back game. And I think Tampa Bay, Levante David, I think could be out. There's going to be some injuries on the defense of of Tampa. So it gives, I think, Carolina a chance to kind of be in this game. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Carolina to to cut. I'm going to say 2017 for the Bucs. But I think Carolina can cover this and kind of keep it close. I think Carolina wins this one. Yeah, That's my first I can see time that picking too. it. Only because you, you get rid of your coach, you get a new coach, everyone plays to a different level. There's a new level of expectation. And also when you bring a new coach in, they sort of try to break down, you know, things that were bothering people uh with the prior coach. Open it up a bit, and maybe they allow um, you know, Bryce Young to do his thing in this. Very difficult for him to do his thing when you're that small and against that Tampa Bay D, but I like them uh to win this one 19 to 17. I don't think it's gonna be very high scoring. But uh, I like them upset, and that's just way too much of a point spread. Oh, the game that everyone asked and no one wanted. Uh, Cleveland Browns are visiting the L.A. Rams. Uh, the Rams have a 5-6 and six record. The Browns are 7-4, and four, but the Rams are favored. 
Joe Flacco versus oh, Matt baby. Stafford in the 2009 matchup everyone was wanting to see. Um, yeah, this is going to be an interesting game coming into the Rams, who have been playing well. They are three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one, uh, which obviously no one has faith in the Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco. Um Rams at home versus Browns, man. This exciting game. No one will be watching it because they want to watch the other game. But how do you? Yeah, like exactly one? right. Um, I mean, I can't have any faith that Flacco is really going to come in and improve the situation. The problem also is is that outside of Amari Cooper, who's like very has always kind of been inconsistent. There's no real weapons, and mm-hmm. I know there's all these like I'll read on Twitter. They're like Joe Flacco looks just as good as ever, and it's like does he? Because I don't know if I don't know if I believe that. I think this is just such a desperate move, and I think the Rams kind of seeing like we talked about seeing Seattle kind of stumbling now, mm-hmm. and seeing that you can probably get in and coming off a couple of wins, they could kind of fight for that last playoff spot now. So I can see the Ram. I'm going to pick the Rams to win this. I think they're they're kind of I'll go with the better quarterback, even though they don't have a great defense. I still don't feel like Flacco's going to put up like 30 or anything. So it's Stafford with. Who's going to have Cooper Cup? The coup. They have a Williams. They're going to have enough weapons that they can mm-hmm. at least score some points, which is what I don't think um, Cleveland could do. So I'm going to go 23 18 for um, the Rams. I'm actually going to take the, the Browns in this one. Uh, I think with Flacco, bit new energy. I think he maybe can tighten this up a bit. Look, it's a Cleveland D. I mean, the Rams have not faced a D like this. And I think the, the ferocity of it coming at them will cause a lot of problems for them. Uh, he's not going to be able to get the ball off, um, you know, when he's getting pressured that amount. I like Cleveland and in a bit of an upset here. I've got them to win 21 to 19. Um, bit, of, bit of a sneak. No, no one has ever used the the phrase um, Joe Flacco in high and energy. Together. High energy. No, no. By, by the way, that high is energy. High energy. That do not, those are two things that do not go together. The high flying, energetic uh, running around of Joe Flacco. Yeah. Um, Great teammate, Joe Flacco. Let's bring us uh, to the big game that everyone is talking about. Basically, the NFC Championship game. San Francisco 49ers are 8-3. And and the three-point favorites over the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 10-1. 47.5 is the over-under. Philadelphia at home. San Fran. This is the game that everyone wants to watch. 925 on Sunday. It's on at Sky. Man, exciting game, Ryan. Um, Yeah. It's going to be is, is the, This is the best. This is like the, the you know two of the top teams in the league. How do you see this one going down? Well, I think San Fran wins. Um, I actually like that bet. I think I'm going to bet this one because I think for a couple of reasons, the fact that Philly's coming off like a massive run of games against Kansas City and Buffalo. Last one went to overtime where their defense played like 90-something snaps. You know, that wears on you, especially mm-hmm. when you have to come back and play another physical game. And the fact that Philly, I think San Francisco um, lost that game last year without Purdy. I think those revenge games always seem to go in the favor of the team who's seeking the revenge, especially mm-hmm. like, you know, Super like the Super Bowl with Philly over Kansas City a couple weeks ago. So and I just think you can move this ball on this Philly defense. Like Josh Allen put up 400 yards on them last week. Yeah. And now you're coming in with a fully healthy uh, San Fran team playing a tired defense. And I think I think this could potentially has the potential where San Fran could win by 10 or so. Wow. Um, but, um, I, but then again, you got Hertz. He's got that. They'll probably be down like 14 yeah. points at half, maybe. And then it's just chipping away, just yeah. chip, chip. And then they're going to come back. But um, I think San Francisco covers, 
I, I think it's going to be a fun game. I'm, I'm very excited to watch this. Um, but there's just, I just think Philly's just, they got to lose some games. And I think yeah. these are the ones they lose, but it's going to be a fun game. I go uh, 33 to 27 for the Niners. Ooh, big scoring, big scoring. Um, I actually have Philly to win this one, but San Fran to cover. Uh, well, no, San Fran's a favorite, sorry, but I Philly to, Philly to win this one 28 to 26. It's Philly at home. Uh, I think that this is more important to them. I think they're very prepared for this one. Um, it is going to be a big back and forth if they can get to Brock Purdy. Um, you know, I think, you know, obviously their, their secondary is, is issues, uh, there cause you can put a lot of points up on, on, on Philadelphia, San Fran. I think it's going to be a big back and forth, but again, what we saw with Philadelphia, the way they came with Buffalo, the clock management, I, I like them at home. I think it's more important to them. And I've got Philadelphia winning 28 to 26. Uh, the big late game, which no one will be staying up for, one o'clock on Monday morning, is the Chiefs visiting the Packers. Chiefs are eight and three. They've had their struggles as well, especially after losing to Philadelphia. And they're visiting a Green Bay Packers team. Said 10 days off after beating Detroit uh, at Thanksgiving. Green Bay is five and six. They're at home. Kansas City favored by six points. The over under is 42. Um, big test for the Packers actually facing a real good team for once. Um, and obviously the Chiefs will be motivated after losing. How do you like this one? Oh, this is going to be, actually, I think this is going to be quite a fun game. I think what I, what you saw from uh, Jordan Love last week has to give you confidence that this team can kind of maybe even keep it close. I don't think, I, I think Kansas City is going to win still. I think they're the better team. But I think the fact that it's on the road in Green Bay, it's going to make it uh, tough in December in that cold. Um but, and I just think, again, Kansas City just hasn't shown that. They, they've Lots of games have been close. They haven't really been able to put many teams away. Um, the fact that I think this is on the road against, uh, you know, a desperate team, Packers team that really wants to make the playoffs, that kind of feeling confident, feeling like they can do it. So um, I think, again, I think it's not going to be high scoring. I don't think Mahomes is going to turn this on and put up 40 or anything like that. I think Chiefs win. I'm going to go 27-24, a little fun Little close, close game, I think. Yeah, and but you know the way Jordan Love's playing, I you wouldn't put it past me if they you could see Green Bay potentially almost pulling the upset or even doing it the last second. Oh, I could never see that. They got no running game. I know. Have, I know they, you could never they, see it. Well, I no, I can't. Well, look, who, they got no Aaron Jones and no AJ Dillon. So who's running the ball? Like I, I don't. Well, first of all, AJ Dillon's not real. I I don't think well, AJ Dillon is a loss at all. But it doesn't matter. You got two, you don't have two. You have. You don't have two running backs, so yeah, that's Jordan really limits team, them. baby. And you've got you got throw. parts, Jarrell Alexander. You've got parts of your defense missing. I think this gets ugly. You know, the Chiefs are used to playing in the cold. Uh, I've got it twenty-seven to eighteen, but I can see them winning by twenty. Um, the Chiefs lost last week. They're going to come back. The Packers are missing. If the Packers had all the team, all their guys that they were, you know, missing. Uh, sure. But the Chiefs defense is crazy fast. And he's not he's I, I could see Jordan Love, Chris Jones, uh, lots of sacks, ugly beat down 27, 18. This game, the final game that we have is our Monday nighter. And man, at the start of the season, um, everyone would have thought this would have been a great game. But of course, Joe Burrow is out. Uh, the Bengals are five and six and they're visiting Jacksonville, who are eight and three. Jacksonville was eight and a half. Now it's nine point favorites in this one. Eight points is the under over over under. Um, you know, Jacksonville at home, nine points is a lot uh, yeah. against this Cleveland team or Cincinnati team. Uh, you know, Jacksonville's looking good, but are they are they nine points better than uh, the Bengals? 
No, I don't think so. I think I would take uh, Cincinnati. The fact that they're at home, they've had a little bit more time. Browning's had a bit more time to practice. I think T. Higgins looking like he's coming back. So he's got the weapons. Like it's not like this is like has like a team with no options. Um, so I could definitely see him keeping a coach. Jacksonville just kind of sometimes their own worst enemy, even mm-hmm. though they win games. It never feels like it never feels like wow, Jacksonville. Like even though they're fighting for the one seed, it doesn't yeah. feel like there's many, many games where you're like, wow, Jacksonville look dominant. Yeah, no, exactly. You know? Um, it's just been kind of every game that has its moments where it's an uphill struggle and uh, the defense is playing better. I like, but I need to just see Lawrence take over a game. He hasn't even had that. Like amazing Lawrence yeah. game where he puts up four touchdowns. It's just been like two touchdowns all the time. Like he's, I, I need to see more. So I, I, I definitely don't think they can. I think they're going to win because yeah. I think Cincinnati is just uh, right now. They're just there's not what. What are you gonna do? You got Browning. Yeah. You're, you're you're done for. I think they kind of know the season's over. And I think if Cincinnati kind of want to get that high draft pick so you can yeah, replace exactly. T Higgins when he leaves. So mm-hmm. uh, they're just gonna luck into another excellent receiver which set him up for years to come. So um I'm I'm gonna go uh twenty-three to sixteen. Seven pointers. Um yeah I, I I think nine points. I mean from going eight and a half to nine is just way too much. Um so basically yeah I, I've got it twenty four to nineteen. I got five points. You know Cincinnati you know being counted out you, you still got Joe Mixon. You still have enough things that are going to give Jacksonville problems. Um, and nine points is just too much for a team that has struggled to close on a few people. So I like uh, Cincinnati to keep it close. But again, Jacksonville just has too many tools. And and they don't have Burroughs. There's no real ability to strike back. Jacksonville wins, but Cincinnati covers. That is it, folks, for our Week 13 picks. Hope you enjoyed listening to our podcast. Make sure you uh, check out all our social medias and uh, and share this podcast with a friend. You never know. It's uh, the cheaper than a, a regular Christmas gift. Thanks for listening. Yeah.